everybody. This is Heba and Katerina from Los Angeles, and you're listening to the Lost and Found podcast, the podcast that inspires, educates, and motivates people like you. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Lost and Found, and this time we have Katerina back from Ukraine. Yay. (laughs) Well, today we're going to be talking about healthy boundaries. And healthy boundaries are really important for us because we want to limit our time around others um, to set some emotional energy for ourselves, maybe some time, some personal space, and just get to know what we really expect from ourselves without getting external forces involved. And I think it's a great way to just protect yourself, get to know yourself and know what your limits look like. I completely agree with that. I think like when I think about setting boundaries and we'll kind of discuss the different types of boundaries that we can touch on. There's, you know, emotionally, emotional boundaries and physical boundaries and boundaries that we set with others and then also with ourselves. But when you mentioned like protect and energy are like big words that you used, I think that it's all about protecting our energy and protecting our wants and needs. And that's so important because definitely when I was younger, I used to be a huge people pleaser. And I think we both were like, I think a lot of people go through this. I don't really know many like high school students or college students that don't want to please their friends and their peers. And I think it's all about like fitting in and wanting to make sure that others like you, et cetera. And so with that comes kind of difficulty in saying no. Like for me personally, I, I really wanted to be like the yes man and like jump on every opportunity. And like, I would find myself like overextending myself. I definitely had like FOMO if I wasn't going everywhere that my friends were going and I wanted to just be everywhere at once and make sure that I was pleasing my family and my friends. And sometimes that would just lead to overextending myself. And it was really hard for me to say no, because I would feel like I was letting others down in the process of doing so. So for me, learning that skill took a lot of time. Um, And I think a lot of it came from having really good examples in my life of people who were able to do that. Like my older sister was somebody that I always looked up to and her ability to say no to things that she felt were wrong or like she would stand up for others in public if she felt like something was out of line, which I felt like I was like, whoa, I really respect that. And I think that's so cool. So it definitely was like, looking up to somebody else doing that. Um, But yeah, it's, it really, it does come down to like protecting your energy and what you, what means most to you. Absolutely. And I think it's great that you had, you know, or you have a great example to look up to like your sister and being able to just see what setting good boundaries looks like. I think, I think it's also a societal thing where, you know, you don't want to disappoint other people and it is, you know, connected to the people pleasing and what other people are going to think of you if you can't make certain plans. 
especially I think being younger, it's very almost looked down upon to say no. It's like, why can't you go here? Why can't you do this? Or why can't you make it out to the party? And I think overall, like looking back now, it's okay to just like take a step back and really evaluate what's serving you in your life right now. And where are my, where is my energy going? Are these also, am I saying yes to energy givers or am I saying yes to energy takers? And I think that's a great moment to reflect and think about the time that we spend with others. And is it really worthwhile? And boundaries can be set with friends and family, romantic relationships, coworkers, and even strangers. And I think over time, I think Brene Brown has normalized um, boundaries and she's also normalized vulnerability. So I'm glad that we're entering a new space and time. And maybe this is just something that's come with age as well to just learn what boundaries look like and how they're very healthy. And it's not something to, it's not something that we need to look down upon. I think it actually gives others more respect for, for, for how, how people are and how they operate. And if they don't have the capacity to do that, that's absolutely fine. And if somebody can't respect that, I mean, maybe that's a good moment to reevaluate, you know, that, that whole relationship or that friendship. And, um, you know, take a step back from that, from that experience. But I think it's really easy to lose ourselves in the midst of work and relationships and being of service to others that we can really lose ourselves in that process. And that's why I think that boundaries protect us. Yeah, I think so too. And and in this idea of serving others, like it is, you do want to serve others when it is the right time and the right moment. Like, I also think that it's, we are responsible for serving ourselves as well. And that's so important. And I read this when I was reading some stuff up on boundaries. I read this quote and it said, um, when someone communicates their boundaries to you, that is them trying to keep you in their life, not push you away. So I definitely, like you said, like it is being vulnerable and open and it does open up this way of communicating with somebody and clearly stating to them, like, I might feel uncomfortable with this. Next time, can we do this? Or mm-hmm. I... I can't do that because I'm overwhelmed and that can open up a friend asking you, oh, I didn't know you were overwhelmed. Like what's going on in your life and like being a support system for you. And it could be just a great way to open conversations that might not have happened otherwise and to be vulnerable and honest. And that will definitely deepen a relationship and Again, like you said, if you set boundaries and they're not respected or if you might set a boundary and somebody reacts negatively to that or is upset because of it, then maybe it is a moment to reconsider what that relationship or friendship or whatever the relationship may be is serving you with and what that looks like for you. And it might be a good moment to reconsider 
how that person really feels or is treating you. And Mm -hmm. it could be a a big, like eye-opening experience for sure. Because if somebody isn't going to want to do what's best for you in the moment, then it might be a sign to kind of leave that relationship if that's what's serving you in the moment. So I think, I think it's a great opportunity for others, like you said, to, to step in and show that support and, um, just be, and just be there, you know, for the ways that you really need. And I think it's absolutely to be respected. And if we're communicating and setting boundaries, and I think that's the key, because I think in this, in this generation, we like, we just like to be like, I'm setting boundaries and like, this is it. This is where I'm cutting off. But I think if we can just communicate and set boundaries simultaneously, then we can message that across appropriately and be like, Hey, you know, I'm not really feeling um, up for a phone call right now. Can we just chat tomorrow? Somebody's going to understand that. Or if I'm waking up in the morning and it's before 8am, the probability that I'm going to answer that is not going to, it's pretty slim because that's like my, my time in the morning. I really need that time to focus on myself, for instance. And I think again, that, that just, I feel like that increases your own value. And I think when people set boundaries, it helps them understand what your value looks like. And if they can't see that or comprehend that, then again, that could just be like an opportunity to kind of like let that go. Or it can be an opportunity for them to kind of realign their expectations and then also be there in a, in a supportive manner and understand where you're coming from. But there are potential signs of unhealthy boundaries, like um, overcommitting your time of others and leaving little time for yourself, having a hard time saying no, feeling guilty for expressing boundaries. If you're feeling like any of these things resonate with you, and to be honest, they do resonate with me um, because it's a good reminder that we do have to protect our own self first and own our time and prioritize that time for ourselves and setting limits without feeling bad and clearly communicating our needs and wants and prioritizing our self-care. I think honestly, like just speaking on my own experience, I'm I, like, I'm definitely still working through people pleasing, but I do get a lot of energy through people and I love being around others. But there is a moment in time when I've been saying yes, like every single day in a week to, to plans for dinner or for lunch. And so by the end of the week, I feel depleted. I don't feel energized and I'm not bringing my best self forward. So how can I take that moment and realize, hey, at what moment am I getting to that point where I'm becoming a lot less me and maybe I need to take this opportunity to set some boundaries? So what like what are what's causing me this stress? What areas in my life am I feeling exhausted by? Um, you know, back to that question of who or what gives me energy, what makes me feel safe and supported and valued. And coming back to those questions is going to be really important because it will help us identify what's really creating 
creating this algorithm of making us feel this type of way. And so I think when we over, when we overgive and we overdo it, that's when we become our least best selves. And I like to think about it. Like I try my very best to bring, you know, my best self forward, do my best for myself and for the others around me and give myself that energy and that priority to take care of me. But if I'm not coming from that space of having such a full cup, I'm going to feel depleted and I'm going to feel like I don't have enough to give. So how can we prevent that before we get to that point? Definitely. And I think that shows that's a really good way of kind of explaining what like what the thought process behind setting some boundaries and starting to think for yourself, like what are boundaries that I'm also setting with myself? Like what like some of the examples of like boundaries that you can set for yourself, because it's not just about setting boundaries with others. You also have to understand like what it is that makes you most comfortable. And so you're also not like turning your own back on yourself. So that could be kind of like you touched on is like honoring your values, like prioritizing what is most important to you in your life and focusing your time mostly on those things. That's when you can be more of like a yes man is like what your values are most aligned with and um, sticking to a regular sleep schedule. Like that sounds so minor, but at the end of the day, like if you know that you need your eight hours a day to show up like your best self in your work and in your in your relationships and in all of your engagements and social engagements and whatnot, then you need your energy. You need to protect that energy and you need to plan your life around getting like a consistent amount of sleep per night. And that's different from person to person. So all of these are very individualized. Um, but yeah, I think aside from that, there's also emotional boundaries, which I thought was so fascinating because this is definitely like something I've also learned over time. I feel like when I was in college and when I was younger, I used to be like such an oversharer. And for you, Heba, like, I feel like you have always been more of a private person when it comes to certain things in your life. So you've always been a lot better about like, I know like what I'm going to share and with who I feel comfortable sharing what and like what type of details I'm comfortable sharing for certain things. Whereas for me, I was always like, I'm an oversharer. Like I didn't always understand like the meaning behind personal stories and like the comfort and like or discomfort that could happen if like I overshare something even if it was like my own story to tell or somebody else's story to tell so emotional boundaries are super important because it has a lot to do with what you're sharing how much of it you're sharing like what kind of details are okay for others to know and what you're comfortable telling and then also when you're sharing it like if it's in a large group of people or if it's more of an intimate setting like a one-on-one discussion and then who you share it with so like who the recipient of the information is and if it's somebody that you trust and if it's somebody that 
um, you've known for a very long time or if it's somebody that you work with. Um, so like that was so interesting to me because over time I've definitely learned to kind of like sometimes less is more. And that's, that's been like a huge takeaway and has also led to me feeling more safe about like the information that's out there and who holds it. And I, I honestly, it's so funny because some things come so natural to you, Kat, and some things come so natural to me that it's so funny that we can learn different approaches from different things. Like I've always thought you prioritize sleep really well since college. It's something that I've learned because of you. And um, you've always prioritized yourself in a way where you're like, I know my limitations and I know, especially over time, you've gotten so good about that. And it just inspires me as well to just say no more. And it just, it feels so good to say no sometimes. And um, you've definitely inspired that. And I think like you mentioned, not everybody needs to know every single detail. I've realized that people don't need to know everything because this is going to sound like really interesting, but I honestly think people love to hear like what's not going well in life. And I think people love to hear the negative parts of life. And so like, I'm again, a very big believer in what you put out there is what you get back. So if I'm telling somebody something about what's going wrong, like I have a very strong belief that number one, like they're going to remember that. And number two, it's only going to make this like really small thing seem even bigger and it might not be that big. And, you know, every situation is different, but I'm just thinking about how people in general love to hold on to the negative. It's just like a natural part Mm -hmm. of society, to be honest. And so when we, when we share the tough parts of life, sure, it can be relatable. And I think there's a difference between vulnerable and sharing and being honest and authentic versus um, overdoing it and like, you know, telling somebody so much to the point where, you know, they just want to hear it for the sake of just, you know, them hearing about it. But I just think that, you know, there's, there's a reason why people say like the best relationships are the ones that are kept private. And I think that's because when you, um, are in a relationship, you don't need anybody involved. And I think that's how my parents are. And that's how I was raised. Um, that you, you keep that private, like what happens between there's even like, there, which is so funny. I'm going to like the, even, I think it says some somewhere in the Quran, something about how like you don't overshare your relationship with others. Like that's something that's mm-hmm. so, um, sacred. It, it's so sacred. It's so holy. It's so beautiful. And so, um, I, I really think that's a great and beautiful thing. And, um, you know, and again, there are some people that you feel more comfortable sharing things with, but overall, I, I just, it's good to ask yourself, like, what are the intentions of the other person that you're sharing things with as well? Um, because people have different intentions, but I wanted to bring up cultural boundaries, like people who come from a background and come from a culture and have maybe strict um, a strong ethnic background, especially, you know, for me being Palestinian, I know that like, I think with my family over time, we've really valued boundaries and it's something that we've all personally been working on over the years. But 
I think coming from a household of a strong culture, it was just so normal to be in everybody's life and business. And in my mind, I normalized that so much and into society as well, where I thought, oh, isn't that normal, Um, you know, to continue to like maybe overshare, you know, I think there's certain ages in life. Yes. Like my teenage years, I absolutely need to be micromanaged. Absolutely. Um, but over time, I think that there's, there's a point in life where with family and and values and being together, it's so easy to just like think that, Oh, we need to drop everything for family. Like my expectation is that I will be there all day long because I like need to be with the family. But I think it's so important to openly communicate with your family um, and just say, hey, you know, this is how I'm feeling. And over time that they might understand that boundary or even if if you don't want to communicate something with one of your parents or with some of your siblings, like that's absolutely okay. Mm-hmm. And I think there's there needs to be a little bit more um, I think especially with people with cultural backgrounds, a little bit more normalization around setting boundaries and that being absolutely okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. And that's, what's also really important about learning cultures and making sure that you're being as dive, like have a diverse knowledge of different cultures and what is important and valued in those cultures because then you can like I think the real mastery of it and of humanity is when you can kind of understand based on somebody's background or actions and character as you get to know them be like to kind of preventatively start acting in ways that would make them feel most comfortable and also like really listening in on how people respond in situations or how they're contributing to conversations. And like we talk about emotional intelligence and stuff like that, like picking up on those cues and being very like intentional with the way that, you know, like, you know, your audience, you can act differently around different types of people because that's, what's going to, make them more most comfortable and that's what you want to do for people that you love and that you care about and that you want to foster relationships with is like if they're clearly bothered by something or if they like something more than another thing or if they value communication more than your other friend or if they value a FaceTime on their birthday more than another friend would or if they value like in-person meetings but it doesn't have to be as frequent, et cetera. Like just making sure that you're like doing what you can to meet people's like needs in different ways because we're all such different beings. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's really the value when we try to talk about like different attachment styles and like making sure that we understand different perspectives and stuff like that, like things we've covered in our episodes before because it's just so important to like, like really, really like, see the importance of like boundaries and different personalities and like what all that means because that really is like how we can foster the most wholesome and genuine connections with others is like I deeply understand you and see you and 
actually care to change my behaviors so that you can be more comfortable and feel safer in our friendship and relationship. And so like when it comes to different cultural backgrounds, like you mentioned, like we can learn so much about ourselves and like what we want to set boundaries for with like our families and stuff like that. But also like that's just the importance of like fostering the, the most the sacred like connections with our friends is like making sure that we're doing our part and actually abiding by those boundaries. Absolutely. And I think this goes in into every single, you know, part of life. It goes into our work. It goes into our relationships. It goes into, again, our friendships. So setting boundaries is something that we can do in all areas of our life, especially if we're maybe doing more with work and we're feeling a little bit more burnout because we are now working past the boundary. So maybe this is like a great opportunity to really define what your limits look like and what support you really need, maybe from yourself first and what you need from others. And then just openly communicate those boundaries to those people in your life when, when it comes up and then just remind them if you need to and don't be afraid to say no and just take that time to take care of ourselves and have that self-love and self-compassion and give yourself a nice warm hug and take that time that you really need for you because, you know, again, as Kat mentioned earlier, values, I think healthy boundaries and values like play hand in hand. So if you value your family, your friends, your faith, your um, activity, your self-care, your travel, like take a moment and really think about how are you balancing that right now and which cup needs to be a little bit more full because if one cup is giving more than the other, like you might be really unhappy. And so even for parents out there that maybe need five extra minutes for themselves, that's probably what they need. I'm sure having children and putting myself in those shoes is a completely different story because boundaries might be out the window. You're taking care of your kids and you're prioritizing them and you might be losing yourself in the process. But I think if we come back to what are our values and what do I need and what is important to me, then we can really clarify what those limits look like. Yeah, you nailed it. it. It comes to play in every single aspect of our lives and it looks different for everybody and in every stage of our life. Um, So I guess just to wrap up um, this episode and I'm sure we'll definitely come back to this one because there's so many types of boundary setting that like we can talk about for hours when it comes to our work lives and our relationships and our friendships and our family relationships. But One quote that really stuck with me was, if you ever feel yourself thinking, all I get are crumbs. Like if you ever feel yourself thinking, why am I always in such a bad situation? Like I always get the worst of the worst. All I get are crumbs. Then you can find yourself saying, they offered me crumbs and I said no, which means just the power of saying no. If you're getting offered crumbs and if you feel like you just keep seeing this pattern of 
I'm not getting enough. I don't know why I'm not being seen. I don't know why I'm being overworked and not getting getting anything in return. You just have to really stand up for yourself and like draw the line and it's okay to say no and there's a power in saying no. 